This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hey, welcome to It's a Doggy Dog World. I'm your host, Liz Palaika, with, as always, my good friends, Petra Burke. Hello. And Kate Abbott. How do? And today we're talking about a subject that we have talked about previously, but we're taking a little bit different direction today, and that's disabled pets. And we're doing that because, well, for several reasons. We hear from a lot of listeners with disabled pets that want to know how they can cope with things. We see disabled pets in our classes. Not we've all we've had disabled pets. We've had disabled pets. And right now, Kate's Walter is, and you've heard Walter, if you're a regular listener, you've heard of Walter in many podcasts. Walter the Wonder Dog. We keep wondering about Walter. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how he made it this We long. wonder a lot. Walter is over 13 now, and he's almost completely blind. I don't know how much he sees anymore. And he's quite deaf. And so that... Hey, what? <laughs> that makes life with Walter interesting. <laughs> and then one of our trainers, Sue, who uh, sat in on a podcast with us a, a little while ago when we were talking about brand the deed, not the breed, about pities. Sue has a deaf dog who was born deaf. He had, had, was born with some neurological issues. So disabled dogs are near and dear to our hearts. I actually had a private training client. They had just adopted a tripod, you know, three-legged. Okay. Uh, dog off the streets who had been hit by a car, mm-hmm. and leg was so damaged that the leg had to be removed. The good news is they weren't babying him. What kind of a dog? Yeah, brown. <laughs> About 50 pounds, okay. uh, probably a boxer mix. Okay. Front leg or back leg? Back leg. Yeah, they seem to do better when they've got both front legs. Of course, that's most of their weight is in the front. Right. They wanted a private primarily to make sure, because uh, they've only had one other dog before in their life. So they wanted to be sure he was ready for a basic class. It wouldn't be too much for him. And they wanted their son, who's about... 10 or 12 involved and uh what else they wanted to get a handle on his leash pulling right away because with even with three legs he was pulling mom down pull her <laughs> down the street guy. and pull her down to the ground and drag right. her uh, so yeah so there was not a whole lot to, to be sympathetic about i mean he was happy he had a new home and he was going places and doing things and he was well fed and he was happy he didn't consider himself disabled nope not a bit Um, One of the TV veterinarians made a comment like that. I don't remember exactly which one it was, because I watch all of them. I know. (laughs) But he had to amputate a cat's leg. And the owner was, oh, was it better to put her down? And the owner was so tragic. And Which, obviously, you can understand. When you go into the vet, your cat's hurting, and the leg looked awful, and... But the veterinarian said, pets don't consider themselves disabled. They right. just get up and keep yeah. on going. They adapt and they're yeah. fine. Yeah. I was uh, you know, browsing the internet for support groups for the 
differently abled dogs. <laughs> and uh, one of them had a, a saying, oh, I should have printed it out, but it was something along the lines of, dogs don't feel sorry for themselves, their humans do it enough for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, we, we, we've talked about that in other aspects. Yeah. 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 My dog's yeah. a rescue. Yeah. <laughs> Which was, uh, the, the website actually, uh, was called Dogs with Disabilities dot com so d-o-g-s with disabilities with an s dot com and it's uh there's a lot of text it's not a fancy but it's more about information and there are links to products but it's more about just getting some information out there and i admittedly skimmed it but there was a lot of just plain common sense talking about stuff that i thought was uh, really good valuable stuff so i recommend that and I also found there are support groups for everything. Really? I never tried so, to look. Social media. <laughs> My support group when, when Coda went blind was you guys. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. And we tried a bunch of different things with Kona. I mean, I think if you collected stamps only from Outer Mongolia, you could probably find an online social group <laughs> that does that to talk about it. But... Well. There are a number of groups. Because of Walter losing his vision, I did join on Facebook a um, group for blind dog owners. And I've gotten a lot of information. Uh, I've had to grab Kleenex a couple of times from some of the stories. <laughs> Particularly when somebody says, well, I'll be leaving the group now. No. I, oh, okay. But I know Sue uh, joined a couple of groups for deaf dogs. For deaf dogs? Yeah. yeah. Because she's mentioned them a couple of times. There's an incredible amount of, of wonderful sharing. Mm-hmm. You know, what has worked for them. And then people say, well, it didn't work for me, but it might mm-hmm. work for you. And yeah, that's great. Well, that's, that's like, it, it, we're talking about differently abled dogs with their legs. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's take a break from our show for a minute and talk about one of our sponsors. Canvas People takes your photo and puts it, Well, they make artwork out of it. It can either be on a canvas uh, frame as for a picture on the wall. It can be on a pillow, a mug. They make plaques, ornaments, a variety of different things. And these days it's so easy to upload a photo. Oh, yeah. And the phones take such wonderful pictures. Yeah. I mean, my phone today takes Mm -hmm. much better photos than than any camera I've ever had. And I've had a couple of good ones. So we can take this, and as we all know, I have all my dogs on my wall. (laughs) So this is right up my alley. (laughs) But you did something special with one. Yeah, I I had a friend who had a stroke, and she had her little dog that she adored. And I took her dog to see her at the hospital and at the nursing home as often as I could. But it's not the same. So a photo of her girl, it was a a photo from Halloween where she had on her Halloween bandana and she had her front feet on a pumpkin. (laughs) And she's a cute cute little dog anyway. She looked like a little girl. (laughs) And so made it into the canvas wrap so that she could have it in her room with her. Perfect. That was really cool. I'm sure that aided in her recovery or at least helped her keep a more cheerful mood and when i would bring her dog in real life to see her then the nurse would come along oh that must be katie i saw a picture in sandy's room and she told me all about her when i you know so a personal connection and it gave her something to talk to the people about Mm -hmm. you know that way it was a really cool thing i know my um neighbor had gotten a pillow 
of her Jack Russell, Jasper, who just passed away. Yeah. And that was her baby. And uh, the picture is beautiful because it just happened to be that he, she actually had, somebody had given her just a, a painting, just happened to look very much like Jasper. Oh. So they had the painting sitting on the couch. Jasper was sitting in front of the painting and so we took a picture of that. <laughs> and made that into a pillow. So it was the it Quaker the most... oatmeal guy. Staring and staring and okay. It was the it's the neatest picture, but it's the prettiest picture and it's just it's so oh, close that's... to her heart, that pillow. Sure. You yeah. know, and she keeps that pillow in a special chair in her in her house. That's With cool. my boy getting older, my Walter boy. They have a picture of him doing agility, and he's got the a one with his ears full, flying. Yes. <laughs> he had a nice clipped, but a full coat, looking more like a cocker spaniel. Uh-huh. He's going over a jump. Ears are out to the side. You I can see his white is. teeth shining because yeah. uh-huh. he's got a big old grin on his face. It's one of my favorite pictures. That one, that one deserves yeah. to be up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or a pillow. I can't decide. Maybe I'll have to get both. both. You know, and it doesn't even have to be your dog. I mean, I have a picture. Um, when we were uh, evacuated, I had a former student of ours. Evacuated during... Sorry, due, back to the hor- for the fires. Yeah, due to wildfires. We're in, Southern, we're in Southern California. <laughs> so in December, we were evacuated. My area was. So I had to take uh, my horse down to Del Mar Fairgrounds. Anyway, our, uh, one of our students happened to be down there and horses were near mine. And he, she had just taken a picture just to say, in the, it was early in the morning and I was on my way down there, but just to say, Raz says, morning, mom. And the photo it's great. is one of my favorite ones because he's a black horse with the green stall door. Uh-huh. It's to me, I don't know, something about that yeah. picture early is morning light. beautiful. I yeah. love that picture. Yeah. And I'm definitely going to get that. I want these there pieces. you go. It's just beautiful. So yeah. it doesn't have to be a dog, or it can be a cat, it can be a horse. I take it can pic- be your loved one. I take pictures of my flowers. <laughs> Other than your dog's flowers, dogs. yeah, yeah, yes, pretty ones. Take pictures of my flowers. I could have a new photo wall with flowers. Oh, she's got a new photo wall. <laughs> oh, dog wall, cat wall, flower wall. Well, you know, she just finished painting, so now she's got this That's nice right. canvas <laughs> to put another canvas, canvas on. on top. Yes, I need yes. a bigger house. <laughs> Well, I was looking around the Canvas People website, and they've got these cool, you call them frames? So you can get a Canvas picture or a pillow or something with your photo on it, but also have a tagline underneath it. Oh, right, right. They have a whole lot of... Like a digital frame. Digital frame. That that you'll see on social media. Okay. Along that lines. They have a ton of those that you could choose. And some really cute ones, some sweet ones, some funny ones. Yeah. Could yeah, you all... perfect. Okay. And I like their, uh, the one we saw with the honeycomb. Yeah. The that was neat. Octagon-shaped octagon canvas. Yeah. Them together, bundle them together on the wall. Yeah. That's pretty there's, neat. There's a lot of, uh, lot of options. But the Canvas people have made a special offer to you, our listeners, and I think I'm going to take See, you knew it would pay off if you keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to take advantage of it. They're offering an 11 by 14 canvas people print free. Did you hear that, guys? Listeners, everybody? Free. It's normally a $69.99 value, and all you have to do is pay the shipping and handling. So to get this print, visit canvaspeople.com, upload your favorite photo, and enter the code doggy dog, all one word, no spaces, doggy dog. And this is a limited time offer, so 
don't fool around. If you want to get somebody something for, for Christmas, get it now. Well, look, if you want to fool around, go ahead and do that. But do this thing quick. <laughs> okay, get this thing done fast. <laughs> do it first. Do this first. So anyway, tell anybody they can't so, so anyway, <laughs> back to the subject. <laughs> Visit canvaspeople.com, upload your favorite photo, follow their directions, and the special code is doggy dog, one word, no space. All right? So take advantage of that. Get your free 11 by 14 print. All right, let's get back to our show. Riker and his hip dysplasia. Right. Yeah. I tried to use a yeah, a, a doggy wheelchair. Yep. And that sucker was expensive, but he would have nothing to do with it. So every dog's different. Yeah. Looking at the uh, the AIDS medical AIDS. What am I saying? Yeah. yeah. For for blind dogs. Okay. There are a couple of things. Is it ADLs AIDS to, to uh, daily living. Aids to daily living. Okay. I like, okay. Right. There were a lot of things that I thought were very interesting. Um, one is called the halo. And I think we talked about that in the previous podcast. But still, mm-hmm. think of a harness. And from the harness comes, there's different versions of it depending on the manufacturer. But coated wire coming out in front of your dog in a circle. Or half, three quarters of a circle. The idea being that as they walk along, if they, they'll hit something with a circle first. Right. And they'll feel it in their shoulders through the harness. Mm-hmm. But they can right. still dip their head down and drink water and not in the way. We tried making a homemade version of that for Kona. Yeah, for Kona. But neither one of us is a manufacturing whiz. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. We tried. We had the idea. Yeah. Here's a good sport. You tried wearing it. <laughs> since that time, I've you know, there's now a couple of different manufacturers that make these halos yeah. in different styles. And uh, if you keep searching, there are people that will that have made them themselves and put up the procedures for how they did it. So that's kind of cool, too. And I thought about making one with for Walter, and I'm still considering it, but since he still has vision in one eye, and Walter's not the easiest going dog. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> well, at least he's moving a little bit slower now yep. as a general rule. Uh, when he first started losing his vision, and Kona did the same thing, yeah. they would run into stuff full bore, yeah. and both of them had hurt themselves. Just keep charging ahead. Yeah, yeah. And then Kona kind of worked out some sonar. Yeah. He, he, of course, he lost his vision much he younger. Right. right, he was around two, two to three, yeah. between there, yeah. And uh, whereas Walter's losing it as an old dog. Which is, there is a commercially available device that's a sonar for your dog. And I'm guessing, I haven't tried it, but it sort of sends out radar. And then if there's an object within a certain distance, it makes a tone that only your dog can hear. So you won't be annoyed by it going around, going Mm. beep, beep, beep. But your dog will be annoyed by it. Could be. Could be. Um, and frankly, at over $600, I probably won't be trying that. Interesting. But again, I did find somebody who had made their own. So I sent the link to a friend of mine who does computers and electrical stuff like that and said, So, what do you think? <laughs> so I'm waiting to hear back from him. Or you get smart dogs that just learn to echolocate. Yeah, that's what he. That that's was kind of nice. What Kona did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, did I mean, his he own. didn't. You know, it's nice because it wasn't people probably thinking, "Oh my God, he barked all the time." But 
He didn't. I mean, in the house, you know, you're careful not moving furniture, obviously. Right. He knows the layout of the house, so that wasn't an issue. Um, his backyard, he knew where things were. It was fine. But when he's out here, here at the training yard, he did a lot. He would echolocate. And it was interesting. It, it, took, us a, it took us a while to figure it out. Yeah. Because we're like, what's he doing? It was, it was weird. It was kind of a, oh, noise. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, then he starts seeing that no matter where he turned his head, and if there was an object in the way, he would just kind of move aside. Steer away? Steer away. Yeah. It was, it was of course, that was after he'd run into well, the yeah, poles a few stuff. times. And yeah. That gave him some motivation to figure it out. Well, the same with Walter. Remember how many times he ran into the brick planters? Oh, yeah. yeah. Full on. But Well, I think that was one of the cues that he was losing his vision more than anybody yeah. thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and then just being Walter running while looking over his shoulder. Yeah. Things yeah. like that. But a little bit of both. Or you can have, a, like, here, uh, Riker and Kona were brothers. So it was pretty funny. Riker had the hip dysplasia. But his eyesight and his eyesight, hearing yeah. were great. And, and Kona had loss of eyesight, but had great physical strength. So they kind of balanced out each other. So we put bells on Riker, uh-huh. and Kona would stay with him. Uh-huh. And those two boys still pulled a wagon together. Yes, they did. One would be, yeah. one would watch where to go, then one was just going to pull. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. Riker still pulled with the front end. He had big shoulders. He had no idea that, well, his hips were so bad. He was kind of like Kona lost his vision yeah. young. Riker's hips were so bad, he, he learned to be a front-wheel drive mm-hmm. early in life. Mm-hmm. But... Darn, I wish he'd use the doggy wheelchair, though. I really wanted to help him. He just, yeah. he just said he didn't need any help. He was quite vehement about it. Yes, he was. I'm a little afraid if I do any of these things with Walter, he will be quite vehement about no. Yeah, yeah. that's Walter. The halo. Okay, that's the, the bumper. Then there's uh-huh. the sonar, which is the electronic radar. The downside to both of those is something like, as was pointed out on a page, Something like a, a twig branch hanging down that a dog could still run into and poke his face with. Oh, oh right. So if it, if it right. was taller than the bumper but his head was there right. or walked by a bush. So there is one that I was quite intrigued with. It, it's a shield like almost you'd see like in a, a surgical. A, a welder's mask. Yes, but just very lightweight. Just right. the plastic. Right. That kind of wraps around. Um, Optivision or something like that, uh, which actually I got the flyer in the veterinary optometrist's office. So I mean, it really—it's quite the, the yeah. I've protection. seen it used on uh, horses that lost their sight. Ah. No, you know where we saw it the first time—the classic draft horse show. They had. I didn't go there. You and I went. Oh, we went. You brought we home went. the flyer. We brought yeah, home the flyer. The, uh-huh. They had a booth there. Yeah. yeah. And we looked at it and going, uh-huh. oh, Walter. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. But then the downside of that is being able to drink water underneath it and fitting it. I don't know if he would. It's hard when there's such a stubborn little. What <clears throat> holds yeah. it? What I don't remember. What holds it to the head? It's almost like a visor, and then a kind visor. Kind of straps around the ears, right? Around the yeah, right? around the, the ears. Behind the ears, around the chin. And under. Under the chin. Yeah, I'm yeah. not. I can't see Walter putting up with that. That's what I'm afraid. Now he loves the, too much to roll. The doggles that. Glasses. He will tolerate those. Yeah. He's not happy about it, but he will tolerate them. So that protects his eyes, but it doesn't protect his nose from bumping into stuff. So it's or or his head. Or his head. His brain case. (laughs) But he has been much more careful about 
Just wrap him in bubble wrap. I We're know. done. There you go. <laughs> no, he'd eat his way through. <laughs> you know. and Maybe a big hamster ball. Oh. oh, we thought about that too. Yes, we did. We <laughs> talked about that. I even looked it up because they have human size. Yeah, see the human ones. My concern was he would roll that thing all over, roll into the other dogs, and one of the bigger dogs would pick him up and throw him in the pond. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I just had him out on the training field before we were doing this podcast, and I'm still amazed at how he will just trot blithely along. Yeah. Sometimes following his, quote, brother, uh, my brother other dog, fr- Brother from another mother. Jack Russell Terrier. Um, mm-hmm. He'll follow him happily. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that all of a sudden, the Jack Russell will see something and take off running. And then, <laughs> you know, whoa, you left your guide dog. Oh, hey, back there. And then Walter gets lost. And sometimes he loses me, so it's really He's bad not I... panicking as much as he used to, though. Right. When he lost you. When his sight took a big downturn, he would almost have panic attacks. Well, it wasn't even almost. He did. He yeah. would panic. Now he looks for you, and sometimes he gets a little frantic looking, but it doesn't seem like he's panicking as much. Right. He's... Learning that you will find him. And I start jumping up and down like a, like I've got ants in my pants and waving my hands and doing any kind of motion. Yeah, over here! And yeah, people drive by and look at me strangely. But We just I'm stand there and look at you strangely. You're entertaining. You do that a lot. Yeah. yeah. Look, well, there's Kate. She's entertaining us. What's more fun is when Kate takes off running. Yes. <laughs> to catch the old dog who's heading in the opposite direction. Okay, but that was almost an Abbott and Costello routine in that it's his left eye that's off that's gone so i approached on the left side and he kept turning to the right and i kept running (laughs) around him trying to get to the right side and i'm god he's looking for me so he's spinning even tighter it was and she's yelling and deaf dog also yes (laughs) he can hear some Hence, when I'm jumping up and down, I'm also making the loudest claps that I can and whistling. Depends on what frequency he can hear. And actually, I think most of the frequency I've heard with him is lower, not higher. But that's that's, throw it all at him. That's unscientific. (laughs) Throw it all at him and see what's The other thing with blind dogs, Pedro was talking about a little bit with Kona, was, you know, in the house, keeping their paths clear. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't rearrange the furniture. I I was kicking myself the other day. Don't leave a door ajar out into a normally clear path. Oh. The cleaning closet was open. Oh. And he ran into it. He was coming along and boom, you know. Oh. Okay, now that one I took on myself. (laughs) Yeah. I beat myself. Yeah. But then toys for blind dogs. There's all, I remember. The ones that make noise or smell. Yeah, and Kona loved to chase the ball. And that one that that made noise every time you jiggle ball. I don't know what it was. Giggle ball or something Something. like that. Yeah, Yeah, that was the one he played with a lot at home. And then the, here's an unofficial commercial, the Planet Dog balls that have the peppermint scent. Yeah, that was good too. Those are great because, you know, it's not like you could throw it 20 yards down across the yard, but... He just loved retrieving so much, even if it was a short retrieve and he could mm-hmm. smell it. Mm-hmm. And he used his nose really well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I was laughing at that because Walter, that was chasing the planet dog Red Ball. Yes. I mean, that was his, his joy, oh, yeah. his fixation in life. So I took it out there this afternoon 
Now, now it's only, say, three feet mm-hmm. that I kind of kick it right between his legs. And right. Instead of the 30 yards down right. the field where he used to run looking over his shoulder, waiting for me to toss it. Um, I also found that if I did just three feet and he grabbed it and then I ran backwards, mm-hmm. he got to feel like he, he was further away when he caught it. <laughs> he brought it to me. And he was just all prancy and proud. Look, I was that far away from you, and I got it and brought it to you. So sometimes with our differently abled dogs, you know, the games change a little bit, but you can still have fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. So I was also playing tug with him. Mm -hmm. Again, it used to be he would chase that tug thing, you know, go crazy. And now I just kind of dangle it a little bit and let him catch it, but he can still play tug. And a little more a little more gently, which is nice, but he still enjoys the game, even yes. if the pace is slowed down a little bit and it doesn't take as much room. Yeah. So it's still do your stuff like that. And gosh, um, Sue's little deaf dog, Matisse, he loves it. He just throws himself into life. Well, and that's that's the difference, I think having a disability appear as an adult dog and at different ages versus one who's born that way. Yeah. Matisse with the neurological problems and the deafness from birth, he doesn't know what hearing is. Mm-hmm. And uh, he has no idea he's differently abled. <laughs> Not even with those paddling front feet. He just, <laughs> I swear, he just has a big grin on his face all the time. Yeah. 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 Maybe every now and then a loud noise will startle him, I think, in the vibrations. But other than that, uh, he's out there playing with dogs ten times his size. And they don't cut him a whole lot of slack. (laughs) He's too gung-ho himself. uh, Even if they wanted to cut him some slack. (laughs) So Sue has talked about getting him a vibrating collar. A lot of owners of deaf dogs. Right. Um, we'll use a vibrating collar and teach right. the dog almost semaphore or Morse right. code right. to respond to things. Mm-hmm. But actually, he stays so close to her. I mean, he'll wander off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But he's checking in with her visually so much that she can use hand signals mm-hmm. the majority of the time, even around the house. So she hasn't had any great motivation to teach it to him yet. I think if I were in that situation, I think I would, if nothing else, to have a better come yeah. for when the dog gets distracted. Yeah. Because Matisse does run and play with the other dogs, primarily in the fenced yard here at the training yard. But I didn't talk to Sue about it, but the, the other afternoon, I think it was before puppy play class, she had uh, Matisse and her minpan Tanner both out in the non-fenced-in area. Oh, okay. And it was a little bit of Tanner being the helper dog. Tanner and Matisse would go off and sniff, and then she would call to Tanner. And when he came running back, Matisse would see him and run along with him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then they both got praised She's doing for that it. with uh, Tango for a while. Ah. And if Tango and Shatter out there, she'll call the two, and then Matisse is following. Got it. So you ever hear her say, hey, Tango, bring Matisse back. That's what her <laughs> command is. Tango, bring Matisse back. And Tango comes to Sue, and Matisse is following. And everybody gets a reward. It's yeah. great. Everybody gets Yeah, praised. I have to call my boy back because Matisse is beaten up on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this little tiny Jack Russell Chihuahua something something. 
whatever he is. And poor Hero's leaping up in the air trying to stop his toes from getting nibbled on. Uh-huh. Uh, Matisse grabs his jowls and just hangs on like a bulldog. Yeah. Um, but they have so much fun. They have so much fun. Okay. All right, let's take a break in our show for a minute and talk about one of our sponsors. Bissell recently sent us their new Bark Bath dog washing system. I have to be careful saying that. <laughs> Say it five times real quick. I think it's kind of fun. Bissell Bark Bath. Bissell Bark Bath. Bissell Bark Bath. <laughs> this is a mobile bathing system, and I've said it previously that it reminds me of the their little green machine, but... It's very convenient, and Kate talked to uh, someone, or... It was a review I was reading oh, okay. uh, on it, and it was really, it, it was a tearjerker in that it was a disabled gentleman, uh, I think he was a disabled vet, and a German Shepherd for a service dog, and he was, he had it set up for a mobile groomer to come on a regular basis to keep his service dog, you know... Clean. Clean and tidy for going out places. And German Shepherds have coat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And his point was that with the bark bath, he was able to extend the time between groomings because he could do touch-up. Nice. He could use it to clean portions of his puppy dog and keep him looking good. And so it was actually saving him money on grooming times. Cool. And well, it made him feel good about and taking his dog out clean. It. I mean, the unit is easy yeah. and small and easy to maneuver. So mm. I can see him using that. Definitely. And, you know, he said he had tried bathe the dog outside with a hose where he was more accessible to the gentleman than in a tub or something. Mm -hmm. But he felt bad when it was cold. Sure. So he could do it in the comfort of the home. And let's face it, depending on what his disability is, bathing your dog outside can be rough on your back, can be rough on your knees if you're bending over, if you have to get lower. Or if he's in a, um, a wheelchair. Wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. get all that all yeah, wet. I think he said he was in a chair. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you certainly don't want to get your chair wet. Yeah. Unless it's 102 degrees out and you're filming a video for America's Funniest Videos. Nobody likes to give their dog a bath in the backyard. <laughs> and half the time they end up just as dirty as when they started because then they're running Then they go roll. Roll. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So this is, yeah. it's really a cool machine. Yeah. And it does cut down on the mess significantly. The hose putting the water on the dog the head of the hose it keeps the water on the dog i don't think i had any splash at all or any ah, over splash okay. and then of course you flip the switch and it sucks all the water back off again well wait when you first, when you do it it's sucking as it's putting the water down but you can stop the water and suction more right yeah. right right if you didn't yeah, get it right. all on the first pass right right, right. and and the right. shampoo is no rinse shampoo it smells good it smells yes. very good So there, and the one drawback is the sound of the vacuum, but in the instructions. In their instruction manual, page four, I believe, unless they've redone it, page four, they must have consulted with the dog trainer because their instructions on how to desensitize the dog were very, very good. If we had written them, that's what we would have written. So very good. So if you have a dog who is sensitive to the vacuum, don't just set up the bark bath and decide to give him a bath right then and there take the time to teach him and it may take several sessions for some dogs and the vacuum cleaner does not need to be the ultimate enemy of every dog no i had a i had a mastiff who loved being vacuumed yeah (laughs) and it was so great for me to get those hairs 
before they went Those all over the house. little short prickly hairs. Mm-hmm. Oh, he just thought it was the greatest massage. Oh, sort of like the way my terrier loves the bark bath. Right, right. He thinks it's spa day. It It was almost obscene how much he liked it. Yes, I I have to admit, you tried it here and we were looking away. Averting your eyes. Yes, yes, yeah. So, and we've mentioned before in other commercials in our podcast, here in California, where drought is always a potential, even in the middle of downpours and mudslides, we still we are still, in a drought. Yeah. Yes, and conserving water is part of our life. Yep. The bark bath only uses 48 ounces of water to clean a dog that's up to 80 pounds, which is a big dog. Whereas if you're giving a bath in the tub, it can be a I lot more water. More. I mean, gallons, gallons and gallons. Yeah. Especially if you're a, a rinser like I am when... Oh, I'm a compulsive rinser. Me too. I didn't get the soap out of one of my German Shepherds one time, and he got a hot spot. Oh, yeah. And I'm a compulsive rinser. So I have to say, yeah. I looked a little askance at the no-rinse shampoo, but uh, my boys loved it, and I liked yeah. the smell. Yeah. yeah. And it wasn't an issue. But right? you can do it anywhere, in your house. Yeah. Really. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to worry about having a huge puddle of water underneath it. And when you get them used to the vacuum, mm-hmm. so that they can, you can use your bark bath on them, because you're going to go get one. Then you can also get that Bissell cream machine. No, no, the comb oh, that you can hook right. up to your regular vacuum and pull oh, all the, the loose hair right. off. Right. Yeah. The Bissell pet brush or something mm-hmm. like that. That's yeah. also a wonderful product. So. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, we know you want to check it out a little bit more. So if you want to go up to their website, it's B-I-S-S-E-L-L, Bissell.com slash doggy dog. You can uh, check out the machine, find out all about it. And then if you decide to order one, which I hope you do, enter the coupon Doggy Dog and you'll get two bottles of free no-rinse shampoo with your order. So that's Bissell.com slash Doggy Dog and then enter the coupon code Doggy Dog. No space in between. One word. All right. Well, we need to take a break for our sponsors. So hold on. We've got a lot more to talk about when we get back. Sit. Stay. It's a doggy dog world. We'll be right back after a short pause. Well, four to be exact. You know that feeling when you go to clean the litter box and it's a complete disaster? Yeah, we've got you covered. Introducing World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the advanced litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. Zero Mess combines the concentrated power of corn with super-absorbent plant fibers. Translation, scoop once and you're done. Find it at a pet store near you and save $2. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. We know you're begging for more. So back to It's a Doggy Dog World with your fetching hosts, Liz Palaika and this week's co-hosts, Kate Abbott and Petra Burke. Welcome back to It's a Doggy Dog World. All right? And let's get back to our show. So, so the main thing for Walter is being is getting old age, frankly. Yeah. Well, yeah. other than his eye defects, yes. Yeah, the glaucoma. He's not walking along so much. And yes. So he loves to go on walks. So again, I'm trying different things. I, I keep my eyes open for strollers. I, I'm yeah. all. 
I am not of childbearing years and had no desire and still have no desire to have a baby. But I'm watching Strollers for Walter. Me too. <laughs> I thought you had one. I actually got one off of, you know, one of the internet set, yeah. like Craigslist sort of thing. Yeah. And it's great. It's sturdy. And it's got a zip-up tent and all of that. And it is so... It's a dog, it's a it's a dog, dog stroller. Or pet stroller or some sort. It's yeah. so heavy and bulky. Oh. I could not fit it in my four-door sedan. I couldn't get it in the trunk. Even if I cleaned the trunk out. I know you're going to tell me. <laughs> I, I, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> but even with the trunk hey, empty hey, out. We need this and this and that. Wait, hold on. I might have it in the in trunk. In my trunk. See how useful? <laughs> but I couldn't do it. Now in the trunk, I suppose I could. But um, it was just. Well, the, the problem is, is he wants to walk part of the walk. Yeah. So you have to push the stroller Anyway, in the stroller and both dogs, and then to put him in the stroller halfway through the walk, I was keeping an eye out for something that could be folded up and carried in a backpack kind of thing. But apparently with babies, you don't do that. (laughs) They're in the stroller the whole time. And he's right between sizes for the small dog shoulder bags. He's just a little bit too big and heavy for that. But not really needing the stroller. So I did find a backpack. A doggy backpack. And I don't think they're even making it anymore, but I found it on the for sale list. Uh, uh, Listeners, Kate is the (laughs) best scrounger, shopper, thrift store, goodwill. (laughs) She finds the most... Unusual. Yeah. (laughs) Where did you find that? From well, I went to. It also becomes a kind of reverse snobism. See this cashmere sweater? Yeah, I got it for two bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but anyway. And um, yes, she does that. Uh-huh. <laughs> what I liked about this backpack, well, first of all, it's a backpack, so it's much easier to carry him. I tried the shoulder sling and for a short walk, but I'm getting old too, so. <laughs> It uh, wasn't very comfortable for me to carry. Well, and how much does he weigh? About 24 pounds. That's, that's, that walk can get like to 50 before you're done Yeah, yeah. That's Especially like, all on one side. Yeah, on yeah. that's not easy. No. So this is, I liked it because it has a, a frame that opens up so it stands on its own. And then you put him into this bag that is in between the frame. And use a little Velcro to close it up around his neck so he can still see out. And then when you pick it up, it folds, and you can put it on like a regular backpack. So it's still, it's still 20, he's still 24 pounds, but it's much easier to carry him. Does it have the good backpack thing so you've strap? got some at yes. your waist and, and yes. on the hips? Oh, that's good. I did have okay. to bring in the shoulder straps a bit because they were too far out okay. to be good support. But the, sh- the hip, the, the waist strap was good. If it's, it's not all on your shoulders, that makes it easier. It makes yeah. it easier. And putting a center strap on the shoulder ones helped. Anyway, it's not hard to carry it because empty, it's just, you know, a pound or two. Mm-hmm. I knew people do kind of look at me oddly to have uh, this empty backpack thing on my back. Yeah. But <laughs> well, so what? <laughs> then they look even more oddly at me when my dog said it, just his head sticking out. How does he take it? I had the first three or four times I made sure somebody was with us to watch him and see how he did. And by the time I put him in it, he was tired. And he was perfectly happy to sit there and look around and watch the harbor or, or the park. And if he starts moving around, then I'll stop and let him get out again, put him back in. But so I kind of like that. 
out of all the options. Unfortunately, as I say, they apparently they're not making them anymore. So my guess is most people prefer the stroller. Yeah, because they make lots of different dog strollers. You see a lot of those around. Yeah, and I don't strollers. know how comfortable it would be, but I just I just can't do it to Walter to put him in one of those where he would hang in the front of me. Oh, a little leg sticking out. No, no, like, yeah. no. I don't see Walter no. that. No. First no. of all, I don't think my back and shoulders would like that. Right. Yeah. And I, he, yeah, he wouldn't like that. No. That would be awful. And that's a point to make, too, with the differently abled dogs and the old dogs, is no matter what you do to help them, let them maintain some <laughs> dignity. Mm-hmm. I know with Riker, when he threw a fit over the wheelchair, I really, really, really wanted to help him. You know, I wanted to be a good mom and help him. He didn't want it. Yeah. So eventually I gave up. Bashir, as his arthritis was hurting him, and then later the cancer, trying to find ways for him to do what he liked to do without pushing him so far that he couldn't do it. Right. Because mm-hmm. very dignified dog. And, and each one is, okay, so a friend with a Malinois. She was getting older and not able to get up as easily. But if he went to use his hands to help her, then she got all mortified. Oh, no, no, but... So, and... I found it at a rummage sale to <laughs> benefit a dog rescue group. Of course you did. And I had it. A sling? Not in my trunk, but I had it in my garage and I took it to him. So it was a mobility sling that was also part harness. So it was oh, yeah, comfortable those, to yeah. stay on her. And then if she was having trouble getting up, he could just reach over and just give her a little extra help. Sling. Yeah. And then it was okay. She could still have her yeah, I've seen those. Those are nice. It was like very those. nice yeah, and it worked well. Nice. And when she finally passed, he started to give it back to me. And I said, no, pass it on. (laughs) These things need to be out in the world being used. The other thing that I hadn't really, actually, I did think about it back when I had my Roddy. I got her an orthopedic bed. Because as she got older, and the arthritis, and the not getting up, and the sores on the outsides, the thinner skin, she enjoyed the orthopedic bed. She actually enjoyed a water bed as well. In the truck. Yes, uh-huh. I remember that. A yep. waterbed yep. in, the, in truck. the truck. When we yeah. first met Kate, yep. <laughs> she had a waterbed for her dog in the back of the truck, and it sprang a leak. <laughs> well, the first one, yeah. It lasted five, six years before it sprung a leak. And it was just in the bed of the truck, so no big deal. I got another one. But it made her comfortable, oh, and in warmer weather, and she... She ran hot body temp and felt heat. It acted like a heat sink and kept her cool. So there. <laughs> um, but thinking about it, yeah. And a lot of older dogs start losing some hair, getting some thin, and they start feeling the cold more. Yeah. So Walter's not big on jackets, but he does like a little extra blanket around him. Things like that. And then, of course, diapers if needed. Oh, Dax hated her diapers. Yeah. Oh, she hated it. Well, and that kind of became the, that, the tipping that, point. That was about the tipping point when I couldn't make the decision to put her down because she was Paul's dog. But I had to change her diapers during the day, and she didn't like it. And when she tried to bite me, seriously, that was, I had to tell Paul to, you have to make a decision. Yeah. Because uh, she was so miserable. She was miserable if she had a house training accident. Oh, oh yeah. Because yeah. that was mortifying. Yeah. And was... she was miserable in the diapers. Yeah. It was just all the way around. 
but she would have been miserable being left outside. Oh, it, that that wouldn't have happened. An that right. was that wouldn't have happened. So sometimes, yeah. sometimes the questions answer themselves. So, depends yeah. on your own puppy dog's personality. Yep. Yeah. That way, but you know, don't count them down and out. My gosh. No, there's a lot of um, items out there to help you. We've no got matter. someone that's going to be starting basic mm-hmm. class with a totally blind dog from birth. Yeah. And she's like, will you take them in class? I'm like, oh, yeah, it won't be the oh, first yeah. time. Blind We've dogs, had many dogs. of them. We had that wonderful, uh, remember the lab mix born with no eyes? Yeah. Oh, right. Remember many years right. ago. And that dog he had, had the best time on agility. On the agility course. On the agility he loved course. it. Yeah. He but trusted he had, his mom. And he, he knew, he was like Matisse and his... Lack of hearing. He knew no different. No. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen blind dogs, deaf dogs, tripods, hip dysplasia, elbow dysplasia. Mm -hmm. In some ways, the, quote, permanent disabilities, I think, are actually easier. The pain. There's no pain. Mm -hmm. They adjust quickly. Mm -hmm. It's when, like, when Walter, when the swelling was painful. That was hard. Mm -hmm. Now that it's not painful anymore, you know, he's adjusted a whole lot better than I have. Yeah. To the whole thing so yeah that's usually the case dogs adjust much easier than us and the good news is there's a ton of people sharing information coming up with new ideas between and products and support groups pretty yeah much everything and check covered. and check out the uh the website kate found the dogs with disabilities.com yeah i don't know much about them but they i really like what they were saying sure good all right well on that note we'll let you go And if you have a dog with a disability, I hope we gave you some ideas, something to think about. Or just some support. Or some some support. That's it for this time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Having a rough day? Longing for the dog days of summer? Think your fun furry friend lives a dog's life? Well, find out everything you're begging to know as Pet Life Radio presents It's a Doggy Dog World with pet expert and award-winning author Liz Palaika. Every dog has his day, and you'll find out how to make your dog's day fun and rewarding every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.